0: Feel it coming in the air. Hear yeah. the screens from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the tool. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Come on. Can't be scared when knuckles down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is to go on this town and Hey, welcome Stop. into the Columbia Last of the Sports Stop. Talk Show. We are live in studio. Today is Tuesday, Taco Tuesday at that. Jeremy Lachet is here in studio. Kwame Lasseter is out. I shall be calling in here very, very soon. If not, you can also call in on the show at any time at 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us on the show anytime, man, Monday through Friday except for Wednesday. It is Tuesday. It is a huge Tuesday for me. It's a moving day. So I'm in the process of moving from one level to to the next. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a couple of rough nights for me. Uh, catching up on the news, on especially sports news, uh, besides, you know, Troy Tulewinski get, being traded in the MLB from the Colorado Rockies to the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, other big news is definitely hitting the scene, is uh, especially right now with NFL coming up. Uh, training camp starting out this week. Some teams are already in camp. Some Most teams are definitely reporting with their veterans or quarterbacks. And uh, the rookies are, you know, they pretty much get to camp about a week or a couple days before the veterans get there. Um, one NFL team that's indefinite, just, uh, I don't know, they might be in awe or in shock. or just, They just don't know which way to go, which way to stretch, and that's the uh, New England Patriots. Um, of course, this all comes from the whole deflate gate situation that happened uh, prior to last season, AFC Championship um, game, after they defeated Indianapolis Colts. Uh, after they put a whooping on the coach, I should say, going into the Super Bowl victory over the Seattle Seahawks, the deflate gate, that's when it all began and it all started. Um, ever since then, you know, Roger Goodell has came out with such suspension and um, is really upholding to it. He is, uh, you know, trying to do his best to stick for that four-game suspension for the first time in a long time. Man, I actually feel kind of bad for Roger Goodell because he's in a tough situation. And he understands what Brady brings to the NFL uh, light, to their sales, to marketing the NFL. He understands that Tom Brady, he he needs to be there on Sundays to help the NFL still market themselves at the high level that they are now. I mean, years from now, at the time Brady retires, of course, the NFL is going to continue making their billions and billions of dollars. But Commissioner Goodell, um, you know, he, he had a tough season last year. Now, actually, he put himself in his own situation. He had to. Uh, eat his own words, but hey, I can imagine you know putting yourself in his shoes. I can't imagine putting myself in his shoes. That's some tough situations that he had to deal with. But coming off the last year, actually the last two seasons, man, it's it's been you know multiple suspensions after suspension. Roger Goodell has not been very accurate, very acceptable on his uh, suspension policies. He came out and apologized. He knows that he's not perfect, but he tries to do the right deal and he tries to make his bosses happy. In particular, his boss are, is the NFL owners. So these owners of these teams is Roger Goodell's boss. He's just the commissioner to the players. Enhance, he has to work with and through and you know kind of compete against the NFLPA, so the Players Association as well. So And that's where pretty much Brady is at um, with this whole deflate gate situation. The NFL and Roger Goodell are still in talks with – Tom Brady over this deflate gate situation. Basically, um I mean, we can sum it up, we can break it down like this. Tom Brady at this point, he doesn't want any game suspension suspended. It's a reasoning for this, for that moment. Um he, the reason why he wants to go with zero games, he just wants his name out of it completely. He wants to, he's coming out several times saying he had nothing to do with it, the situation or the footballs or anything. Evidence has proven that different so far. I mean, it's it, nothing's proven yet. You know, you're not guilty. and you're, you're innocent until you're proven guilty, of course. That's in the court of law where it looks like this, where this situation is going. But, um, you know, all the evidence, all the storylines, all the reports are pointing towards Tom Brady. And with him, you know, Showing that it looks like he, you know, done it was very a part of it. Saw the text messages, saw the AOL. I know people even still had the AOL dial up. I thought Yahoo Messenger or even Yahoo Messenger at that. You know, I thought we moved into the whole Twitter world or the you know higher social media of talking. How about text messaging? I mean, that's that's very popular as well, right? So with this Yahoo messaging, in which you know a lot of. Uh, media just don't go and, you know, research because it's not relevant anymore. Um, it's it's kind of a sneaky standpoint where you have to go in deep into a deep conversation over a Yahoo Messenger about, you know, footballs. And Brady H came out and stated, you know, that's, that's really not him. That's not, you know, he was never a part of that. Um, the whole situation before the AFC Championship game against the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, he, he's just you know, not going to commit to it with him, not committing to it. It can give him the four game suspension can be uh, dismantled. It can go away. I mean, we're talking four games. I mean, and, and, and if it was me as a commissioner, I would have didn't, I would have reached more for four, more than four games. Cause this is not the first incident that the new England Patriots have put themselves in. This is not the first time, especially during this Brady Belichick era that, Some suspension, some type of cheating format has came upon this New England Patriots team since the, the organization with Robert Kraft as the owner. You know, he already came out. He already said, hey, you know what, I'll pay the fine. I'll do it. Same deal with Tom Brady. Tom Brady has stated, you know, numerous times, I will pay the fine for being involved with the flaggate as a member on the team but don't put this on me as an individual because once he accepts or the suspension, you know, moves on with the four games and still stands as upheld then that suspension will sit on Tom Brady for the rest of his career for after, you know, he retires, going into the Hall of Fame in which he will. This would definitely put that dark light on Tom Brady's career for sure. Not because of all everything else that has happened with New England Patriots organization and you know their secret scheming ways or you know they just they just do things way differently and you know they and they still find ways to win but this can definitely put a light on just the aspect of Tom Brady the football quarterback player so he's just trying to clear that four game suspension he doesn't want that anywhere around him I don't blame the guy I I, I mean if I had a career like his. If you know, if I'm, I know my first ballot Hall of Famer, multiple Super Bowl victories as a quarterback for one organization. Yeah, I don't want any of that tag to my name either. I don't want suspension on it. That's basically proven, and me and him coming out and saying, "Yeah, I did it. I'm ready to serve this four games. Here we go." This puts Roger Goodell in a tough situation because now you know Tom Brady. He he can probably. It looks like he's going to just you know hold out, keep fighting this, and. If Roger Goodell, you know, if he holds up without trying to work a deal, it's either, you know, he's either saying, you know, four games or, you know, go to the court of law, go to the district, go to the court of law laws, let them figure it out. Go to the state of Massachusetts and let them, you know, do what you have to do. But I'm not uphelling these four-game suspension because of the evidence I received from my investigators of what the situation and what happened. Um, Stephen A. Smith came out earlier this morning and stated that, he heard reports that Tom Brady dismantled his phone as soon as, you know, the investigators figured that uh, Yahoo messaging messages either have it, it either destroyed it before or after. But no matter what, the messages were sent through a Tom Brady messaging standpoint with, you know, the guys who work on the, the management company, on the footballs at the New England Patriots, whatever it may be. Um but with that story coming out, you know, Stephen A. Smith reporting that, you know, that guy, he's not going to say something that he has never heard before. Or he tries definitely 98.9 percent, you know, he speaks the truth, especially on anything he reports. Otherwise, he's not going to say it. That's how Stephen A. Smith is Stephen. That's why he is Stephen A. Smith as we know him now as today. So he's not going to he's not going to throw out just no random news, no random rumor that he's heard about. And, you know, Brady has you know he if he keeps fighting this he could take it to the court of law so therefore uh he could throw a lawsuit against rodney goodell the nfl whatever um as a labor law lawsuit in which you know they can upheld his four game suspension brady did report to new english training camp at gillette stadium already uh bill belichick is definitely in a tough situation as well because Not only does the season, you know, kick off here in a couple weeks, but also what quarterback do you go with? That's a whole nother team if you're starting out with Jimmy Garoppolo. And, you know, it's obvious, you know, what Brady can do with the New England Patriots and everyone basically returning. And, you know, they just won the Super Bowl. He's still in his prime tearing up the NFL like no other. But week one, I mean, you you're kicking off against, you know, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, where in which they are predicted, you know, to make it to the AFC Championship game, first time in a long time since they won the Super Bowl against the Arizona Cardinals, and we'll get to the Cardinals situations as well. Bruce Arians being Bruce Arians once again, stepping out of you know the norm, but back to Brady's situation. I mean, you're you're going against the Pittsburgh Steelers week one. That's tough on Belichick. He got he has to go through a whole camp. Not knowing if he has to play Brady, uh, not play Brady, how, 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 much, how many minutes. I mean, I doubt it's the preseason. He's not going to play him too much. Or if the suspension is upheld for the four games, then Brady's going to be playing a lot during the preseason. He's going to be playing a lot of football. Get your tickets because that's when you can watch this guy perform. So, with him taking it, Brady's basically at the standpoint. You know what? It's either all or nothing. You know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not sold on the four game suspension because you have not proven to me, uh, Roger Goodell. You're not proving that I had anything to do with this. And yes, I mean technically he does he does have a point, but he can also work a deal out with Roger Goodell, maybe. Saying okay, we'll go from four games to two. I don't think Roger Goodell should do that, but in order to keep his job and um, keep the NFL players like on their toes, because if they see Brady go through the situation and go and turn it over to the lawsuit and turn it over to the state of Massachusetts, then you know, that's gonna open the door for a bunch of NFL players right now under suspension. Or not even now, but even for the future. Like I told you before, Kwame Lasseter is going to call in, and he's joining in on the show now. Kwame, good to have you. Hey, uh,
1: appreciate that, man. Sorry I'm a little late, but um, I like where you're going with that. You know why it's important, because it's Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Now, Dexter Hardy did some similar situations, some similar things in the situation he had. When you got... Your superstars or your stars, because there's a lot of role players in the NFL, just like there are on any other team or any other business franchise or what have you. There's role players. Mm-hmm. And when you got a great product, that those role players do their job and they understand their job. There's no animosity. Everybody's well taken care of. Uh, but you got Tom Brady. You got the face of the NFL, not the face of the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. which we know he is, but you got the face of the NFL, one of the faces of the NFL. So he's threatening the NFL like the NFL always threat most players. If I don't if I get a four game suspension or even a two game suspension, I'm taking this to the federal court. I say the only thing I would accept this is Tom Brady talking mm-hmm. is a fine and I'm willing to pay a fine. But to me a fine proves says that you're guilty too and you're willing to plead down yeah, to a right. fine. Mm-hmm. Which means you're guilty. So I, I have to say that it does open the doors for a lot of people but Tom Brady doesn't want to don't want to taint it legacy because even though Tom Brady, I, I want to say he's been to six Super Bowls, he's won four. That's a great legacy. But even in that, even in that, there are people saying Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. Aaron Rodgers with the two, I want to say two Super Bowls, won one or one went to one Super Bowl and won it. But mm-hmm. they're saying he's the best quarterback in the NFL today, and this is in the league with Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady having six appearances in the Super Bowl, one and four. Mm-hmm. This is in the league with Peyton Manning, one of the uh, most cerebral guys that that's ever played the game going to two Super Bowls, but Peyton Manning is listed as a as a all-world regular season guy. Can't get to the postseason, can't win games in the postseason I should say. Mm-hmm. But when you got the faith of the NFL and not their franchises threatened to sue, well, the NFL already has a black eye and they don't need two black eyes because then it opens the door, as you were mentioning, to a whole lot of avenues that guys can travel.
0: I mean, honestly, I think Tom Brady's career is already, uh, his legacy is a little tainted a little bit. Even with this whole situation even occurring, it, it's, it puts the dim light, you know, still upon the New England Patriots on Tom Brady, even during the... Uh, let me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. Let me ask,
1: let me ask you this. Jokingly, it's because you're an Annapolis fan, but on a serious note, uh, Tom Brady didn't have to do have anything to do with Spygate. Maybe the deflation thing, yes, but I can't see. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Tom Brady had anything to do with Spygate. I think that was an organizational thing, maybe from head coaches to the assistant coaches, maybe to the film guys. I think it was more so that but Tom Brady benefited from it at a high level.
0: If If Tom Brady was a Forty Nine er and he did Gate without Spygate around, then I would, you know, I wouldn't hold him against it. I'd be like, oh, wow. You know, he was a part of, you know, deflating some footballs. That's that's a jerk move. You know, that's that's being soft. But <laughs> right. with Spygate, with the tuck rule, with, you know, numerous. Oh, the tuck rule. Uh, um, but yeah. I'm with, 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 d- that up. That's some BS to high <laughs> <up>. level. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it, it's not just, you know, it. it goes on and on with the Patriots. And. The simple fact that he's on that team, that they're winning Super Bowls, that they, uh, you know, that he's around that whole organization that, you know, has that dark smile, you know, kind of a crooked smile type deal. It's just that Tom Brady is that, I mean, he's the face of all of that, no matter what. So I think it still kind of taints his career no matter what. Um, But uh, we got about a minute before break, and – yeah, with, with Tom Brady, you know, he can't take this to the federal laws and that way, you know, it'll open the doors for the NFL guys who take advantage of it as well, who has a su- suspensions coming up or, you know, in the future, hopefully none. Um, but, you know, with all this happening right now, how do you feel like it's a lot of pressure on Roger Goodell, don't you think?
1: Roger Goodell had pressure on him from day one when he took this job or when this job was given to him, shall I say, he had that type of pressure. His his alliances with the owners. His job is to make money for the NFL, make money for the owners, which he's done a great job with it. So when it comes down to punishment, uh, he's inconsistent. We've seen that. So pressure-wise, he's, he may be used to pressure, and being used to it doesn't mean you can handle it well. In this guy's case, Roger Cadell, he doesn't handle pressure well because just the fines and the punishment and the crimes are too inconsistent.
0: Right. Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show. Uh, after the break, you know, we're going to discuss some news that's hidden out here in Arizona. I touched on a little bit before. Also, we're going to talk about um, Le'Veon Bell, Kwame's favorite running back in the NFL, and his suspension situation. So, <laughs> Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
1: Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. From music to fashion, art, and competition, Surf Talk Show is a place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and the Doctor. Two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sports.
0: Internet flagship station for sports. <laughs> Voice America Sports.
1: Yo, Jay, hit it, let's go. This speech is my recital. I
0: think it's very vital. To rock around, that's right, on top. Hey, welcome back into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Live Tuesday, Taco Tuesday at that. Demri Lachet Kwame Lasseter here on the lines as well. Um, discussing first segment all about Brady his situation what would a settlement do and, you know I kind of asked you and I know you didn't have too much time to speak on it um, but I was I stated before you know for the first time in a long time I, I'm actually feeling kind of bad for Roger Goodell um, in a sense of like he, he has a tough situation ahead of him um, with you know this this deal dragging out the flake gate dragging out so long you know he was supposed to we were supposed to know for sure about this suspension like Man, last week. Man, are you crazy? And they still I don't feel bad about on. nobody making $42
1: million doing nothing or digging <laughs> and dragging out something. What about the uh, Jim Say case? What about the uh, Ray Wright situation? These, these just recent situations. This guy's been doing this on this level uh, since he's been in. He don't know how to handle it. That's what, when, when we watch the, the situation with the Clippers and the basketball and, and they're now new commissioner, mm-hmm. uh, these, these guys, um, when you come into a, Position like that, you got to have information and background and dirt on everybody. Mm-hmm. So it was easy for the basketball to get rid of the owner of the uh, Los Angeles Clippers mm-hmm. because they put him in position so to make decisions. So the people around him, the people he has to govern, understand well. He means business. He did this, this, and that. This guy means business. Mm-hmm. Roger Goodell come into a commissioner, he's owned by the owners. He's making $47 million dollars a year. These decisions that he has to make already have a crime and punishment to him. There's a, there's a case law to all these things. Mm-hmm. But he drags them out because he doesn't want to offend his friends and his buddies. That's why he drags these things out because he's trying to figure out who can he uh, offend the less, the least,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in these situations. And as Roger Goodell's uh, feeling sorry for him, there's no way in the world. I, matter of fact, there's a lot of people calling for his job, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset. But who will be the next guy? Is the next guy gonna be anything like him? Uh, and there's, there's some guys in place for his job, but we don't know who they are. We don't know what that job entails, ent- as far as who it makes you or who, who you become when you take that job. Things you have to do. A lot of jobs with the title we from the outside look like, at, oh, that's a great job. He's the commissioner of NFL, Roger Goodell, but we don't know the backstories to it. We don't know the uh, we don't know the demands that he have to or blah blah, right? Cause, because there's a lot of stuff that he has to do, whether he want to do it or not, or he wants to rip him apart at the end of the day.
0: hmm Yeah, I mean, I, it's not that to some effect. Like I feel bad for Roger because you're right. Like you touched on a point. You know, he signed up for this. Uh, it's he not he can resign
1: like, anytime he wants
0: to. Yeah, and I'm just saying right now he it's a tough situation. Like you said, he has to make some people happy one way or another. Whether that be his bosses, the NFL owners, or um, himself, I don't know. Like you got to stand up for yourself because if he, you know, <laughs> works a deal or a settlement with uh, Tom Brady saying, "Okay, we'll take your four games to two, like you know, that's that's going to harness him. I think again, like because then yeah, he, he has to he hear right. you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You're one hundred percent right because Tom Brady gonna say, "I don't want two games. I want no games." Now, <laughs> right. now we got to fight. Right. So he better not hold. It's either at this point, Roger Goodell, I will hold up that four that four games, or you know what, go go to federal. You know, let let the courts deal with it. Then um, you
1: know what will help Roger Goodell.
0: You kind of alluded to it.
1: Is it's Tom Brady? It's four games or whatever. Let's go to court. I'm a lawyer anyway. Let's go to court. It's four games. Mm-hmm. You're not playing these four games, and I'm, you're not playing these four games. A quarter percentage of the what? Uh, the reason is, because you're Tom Brady. Because I want everybody to know, if I can do this to Tom Brady, I can do this to anybody. Mm-hmm. So now that I can get my credibility back, now that I can right. say, Roger Cadell, he put his foot on his neck. He's going to do that to anybody. Look what he did to Tom Brady. So now nobody's above the law. When well, you got your golden boy, and, and well-deserved, Tom Brady six-round draft pick out of Michigan, University of Michigan, putting put his time in, put his work in, took advantage of the opportunity of someone getting hurt. That's what football is, and that's what it does. Now he's where he is. He's built a legacy on and off the uh, football field. But yeah. Rod Cadell, now you take that that guy y'all pushed to the top in some ways, in certain instances, and that puts a foot on his neck. And everybody will respect it from here on out. Now there's no more leeway of what the punishment is for your crime.
0: Right, and I think the uh, I believe the, the first four games those NFL owners are going to be pretty upset. That's that's another deal he has to deal with. I mean, because the owners, you know, when you are playing against the Bills, the Jaguars, at the Cowboys, at the Bills, you know, the, the, the owner of the Bills, Jerry Jones, of the Cowboys, you know, they want to sell them tickets. They want to see you know that top performer come play. They don't want to see Jimmy Garoppolo. They don't want the fans. Ain't the fans gonna go see Garoppolo play against the Cowboys? <laughs> Ooh, I'm not being. Anyway, they ticket. might not have
1: a choice in the matter.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. What? <laughs> but you get, but you got to think. At some point,
1: the uh, the, the New England Patriots will have to prepare for somebody being afforded by Tom Brady. Got three years if he wants. I think it's a legitimate three years if you ask me, if he wants. But it, it's not the situation like Seattle had when Russell Wilson. and I think this had more to do with Andrew Luck than Russell Wilson in Seattle. He mm-hmm. don't want to take twenty one million dollars. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's he's saying he wants to be he wants to make that kind of a Joe Flacco um, input or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he wants to.
1: Aaron he Rodgers wants make Aaron Rodgers get twenty two million dollars a year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Aaron Rodgers, you take Aaron Rodgers and put him on the Seattle Seahawks. They are <laughs> two two years in a row Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. You take Russell Wilson, and put him on the uh, Green Bay Packers. They might get to the Super Bowl. It's a different uh, who carrying the team and who in the team. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is a leader in many ways because of the skill set, the talent he has. Russell Wilson's a leader in many ways because of the skill set he has. Mm-hmm. But the decision making is nowhere near Aaron Rodgers. Right. You can't. You put Aaron Rodgers on a whole bunch of teams. You can't put. You cannot put Russell Wilson on a lot of teams and they still got that same success. No. But Aaron Rodgers will take an average team and get them in the playoffs. Maybe it may be the first round by. Or, I mean, first round low, but
0: they would get in. Yeah. And you know what? I don't like to talk about a guy's money because it's well deserved. Me neither. Never, never. But. Because uh, Andrew Luck's coming up too. So, yeah. Andrew Luck's still playing
1: on his rookie contract. So, mm-hmm. let's think about that. So, Russell Wilson taking $21 million. We A lot of us think it's crazy, but football is the most underpaid sport in the business. Yeah. Big business.
0: Guaranteed money. Most underpaid to their players. Right. Especially something so, some guaranteed. Definitely. Right, nothing guaranteed uh, for the
1: most part. So when, so when somebody who don't know what they're looking at or what they're talking about, and they see, well, shoot, why is this guy holding on? He's so good. Why he's being greedy? I'm like, you idiot. You will be greedy at your job at Target or Walmart if you uh, if, they, if you knew people were getting more than you and you was doing more than they right. were at your yep. job. So you don't understand there's no guarantees. The only thing that guarantees the signing bonus, and they can be taken away with conduct detrimental. Hoping never get in trouble, but you don't know the situation. This is a job. It's just a bigger stage than your job or where you
0: are. Right, and I like the the concept that you uh, the point that you made with uh, you stated. You know Aaron Rodgers. put him on any other team. You know it's it's a victory. Put, switch the roles. Him in Seattle. You know that's two Super Bowl wins. Russell Wilson back to New or to Green uh-huh. Bay. They'll barely make the playoffs. That's a guarantee. Uh, but you know he, his camp. You know uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's camp. You know is stating they want to make that impact contract wise, guaranteed money wise. Like a Joe Flacco came in and did it. You know when he signed. Well, his Joe big Flacco.
1: Deal. You know what Joe Flacco did. He said, "Nope, I will take the one year deal," and he came out and proved and got to the Super Bowl. That's true. Joe Flacco won the contract three years before he got it. <laughs> he wanted them to rip that contract three years before he got it. He just said, nope, and everybody thought they were doing Joe Flacco wrong. He came out and balled and got his contract. And what? then everybody had something to say about that. He not worked that much. He waited. He bought his time. He did what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. What else did you want that guy to do? Mm-hmm. Look at Joe Flacco record. Look, you take him off Baltimore, they don't win. You're right. And I ain't no, I'm ain't not a Joe Flacco fan. Mm-hmm. If you take him off Baltimore, they don't win. What kind of running game did they have last year? Look where they were.
0: Mm-hmm. A game away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Forsett did have a pretty decent season, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right, and you know, you can still say, almost say the same thing with Russell Wilson. What is he? He just completed his third year, been a back-to-back Super Bowls, um, winning season his rookie year. I mean, he was, he was legit. You know, he can arguably say, you know, he 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 was balling out of control his first three years, and. You know he, he can make that argument of you know kind of like how you said Flacco won his deal three years prior. Why why, why not Russell Wilson? You know do, are you not too sold on him as a quarterback impactful for your team? Or because like you said he's a leader with his athletic ability, his skill play. But you know as a quarterback as decision making, you could trust Aaron Rodgers with one yard to go to freaking call an audible.
1: And you're well, okay exactly. With that. So that—that that, that was my point right there. I'm glad you brought <laughs> that up because Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers would not—he would not, no way, no how. This is not about Aaron Rodgers. It's about the team. It's about legacy. It's about being a legend. I'm not calling no pass play. I know who I could throw it against anybody. That's Brett Favre's mentality. But I got the best running back, arguably in the game. that know who just got six yards, five or six yards on the play prior to that. We have him on the team so one or two yard rushing that no one can stop him. Mm-hmm. Why won't we just hand the ball off when we got one timeout left? Why won't we hand the ball off him? We can always throw it on the third down and get it incomplete and, and have a fourth down. The decision making and all that comes to the play. Peyton Manning would probably call a timeout or go check to the article. He call a timeout, so you really want to do this? No, so, got right. <laughs> one timeout. Right. He probably just do the football or ran the football and then using that timeout to say, okay, now we got two players, we throwing the football. Right. But that, that's that's the difference between and, and Russell Wilson, man, I'm a fan. I'm a great I'm a huge fan. But you you letting people I know you gotta be with Sierra, you gotta get all that money, but she, she's she's <laughs> off your success right now. Your your hype, your your the camera's on you now. Yeah. But that's just outside looking in. I'm talking. I could be talking crazy, but man, you just
0: <laughs> all this. Yeah, shade. but
1: but you know, but you know, you can't. Come on, Russell. You you. They were talking about not drafting you. you. Look at the opportunities you had. I'm not saying settle because you know your life. I don't know your life. I'm I'm just a opinionated based radio show. Um. You gotta do what you have to do in the best interest of Russell Wilson, and maybe you know some things that we don't know as far as the organization why they should it could pay you. Or maybe they should shouldn't or couldn't pay you a certain amount of money. You're not Aaron Rodgers. Twenty two million is what he makes on a football contract. You're making money off the, off the field. Also, again, I'm with you. First thing you said is what I always say. I don't mess with people's money. I don't get it in their pockets. I don't care about their financial business because uh, that's them. Whatever they do, they really make a decision for a long time. And, and, and I grossly stated and will continue. That football, as far as a major sport, football, baseball, basketball, all our major sports, hockey, those things, they grossly on the page for players. Everybody else have guaranteed contracts, or everybody else have contracts where their their numbers are greater.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they they got about a week to do it because Russell Wilson. Some um, sources came out and said, you know, Russell Wilson, he will shut down all contract talks if no deal is in place by Friday. The clock, is, the clock is ticking. <laughs> What are you gonna do after that? Uh, he is not the reason.
1: What he <laughs> does is buy them some time, and then he has a strong, very strong defense. Whereas they don't feel rested. If they didn't rest, they still play great defense. They play better defense than most teams in the league. What Russell Wilson does is buy them some time to uh, even rest even more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, that's you, what that's what they
0: do. So do you feel like they're he, putting he pressure? If you do
1: take that uh, twenty one million dollars and get on by this business.
0: Yeah, I mean, 21 is tw- mm-hmm. twenty one is 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 phenomenal. Like, coming out of your rookie contract, 21 mil guaranteed? Are you kidding me? That, that's amazing. That works because okay. you're still young. You know what I'm saying? You put in another two, three, three, four good years, guess what's coming? Right. That lifetime deal. You know, your endorsements nah. is going to grow. Your play is going to grow. Your knowledge of the game will grow. Uh, Sierra will grow. Like <laughs> everything will it, come. Sierra, <laughs> speaking of which, you shouldn't have
1: brought it up. It was uh, what is it? What's her man name? He he left her. She didn't leave him. Future, yeah. Future left her. Yeah. So, so they Sierra. So they wow. She want to have. She and, more for show than anything. That's why she with Russell Wilson now. How they hooked up is beyond me. But maybe it's a Russell Wilson thing. She want to have his big extravagant wedding and all that stuff, and he just want to have a wedding on spring. Well, I ain't got time for this show and pony and show <laughs> crap you nonsense.
0: Know I'm, I'm out. All right. Well <laughs> thanks you for calling in. Oh, thank you for uh giving that input uh, insight. That's what I did. Uh Thank you Bow Wow can definitely uh sing the Ray J song and you know, he did it first. So on the Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> so l let's not forget about that. Um Well, don't forget about Bow Wow then. <laughs> right he was he was the first God, I walk sing it, <laughs> and that and that gives you the resume behind Sierra just saying, um I don't all know right. if you checked out the uh what was it uh the body issue it was it was a magazine, I can't think of the name Chloe Kardashian is all up in it is all is on the cover, has her story what? of her working out and losing so much weight, and I'm not gonna lie. she looks great, yeah, you know the Khloe? yeah, honestly. Um, uh, now you know, magazines they do a little touch up, and this still and sports they photoshopped those things to death. Was that they photoshopped those things to death? Yeah, I mean they, they they probably left out a little little uh, marks here and there. It was for the uh, the Complex magazine. That's what it was. Her photo shoot. Who's, who's her complex. surgeon? Get him. He might be artist? <laughs> no, she said. Well, it's been stated that she's been working out her, her working her butt off. In and out of gyms. It's been pictures and sights. So she's really been, she, she's been doing it the right way. So I kind of, you know I kind of see why James Harden is definitely taking an eye, at looking that way. But I believe you because of all the sisters and she seemed like the most humble
1: and most people friendly one out of all of them. Like you can, she'll walk the street with no security. Like, Hey, yeah, well, it's just, it's just me. Yeah. Don't make a big deal out of it. She seemed
0: like that type of person. She's the one that keep it real. She, yeah, Out right, of all of them, right. I mean, I'm not saying too real, but she keep it real. <laughs> real as she can get it. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Coming up, we got the last segment coming in. Uh, we're going to discuss, you know, these Arizona Cardinals making big changes, and especially in their coaching staff. Also, uh, Le'Veon Bell, his suspension can be an upheld and actually uh, being cut a, to a couple games, uh, to one or two games. So we'll be right back. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Uh, yeah, we'll be right back. flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps super bowl previews a look at the new
1: starting quarterbacks and weekly key injuries we'll take your calls and emails right on the air former philadelphia eagle james loving is your host and you never
0: know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot tune in to loving that sports talk with james loving every wednesday at noon pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m.
1: Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field?
0: Internet flagship station for sports.
1: Voice America
0: Sports. Coming into our last segment on this beautiful Tuesday out here in the Valley. uh, Taco Tuesday at that. You know, we discussed... uh, You know, Russell Wilson, his contract issue, what he's going to do, what are the Seahawks going to do, especially by Friday now. Sources just came out saying, you know, all the talks was going to get shut down by Friday. So, you know, he has a pretty tough decision to make, but it's not only him. It it, it allows a lot of pressure or pushes a lot of pressure towards uh, these other quarterbacks who are looking for that next contract and basically, you know, debating and, you know, looking out to see and watch, you know, who's next. Is it Eli? Is it all uh, is it Phillip Rivers? Andrew Luck? How about even Bradford Bradford, excuse me, up in uh, Philadelphia Eagle land. was not even a starter, or he's not considered a starter yet, still competing for that. So Russell Wilson's debate and his contract negotiations are definitely holding up a few other quarterbacks. Kind of like how Des Bryant, Demaris Thomas situation, Deal with a lot of receivers. Even, heck, Dez Bryant, you know, came down to the last couple of ten minutes. As soon as he did his, Demaryius Thomas signed his right after. So, you know, he was – Demaryius Thomas was just waiting on Dez. Same deal with Russell Wilson. Andrew Luck is waiting. Bradford's waiting. Eli, Phillip Rivers. These guys are waiting. I don't know. Can any of them, you know, crack that $25 million a season contract? Who knows? And Rodgers did about – what twenty two, twenty four? So who's gonna crack that twenty five? In my choice, I mean, I would I would go with a guy like Luck. Um, if you take him away from the Colts, I mean, they're they're probably the worst franchise. You know, they're probably the worst, yeah, worst franchise in the NFL. Take Andrew Luck away. Take Russell Wilson away. Nah, he's still got a pretty successful team. Trust me. Moving on to more NFL news, uh, suspension last season. Um, the guy got cited for uh, a DUI and also had marijuana possession charges, and that was uh, Le'Veon Bell. So he, you know, got caught, you know, uh, drinking and driving, or not drinking and driving, but driving while intoxicated, and uh, also had the possession of marijuana. Now he was around with Garrett Blunt, so this really wasn't in Le'Veon Bell's hands, I guess you could say. He could, you know, possibly say, "Oh, this is not mine. This is his." It was all in one vehicle at one arrest um, situation or site that happened back in August 2014. So about a year ago, uh, right before the season started, I remember it. It was during uh, during camp, and it was crazy because when the story hit, I was like, "Really? Come on, guys! Like you, you're in the middle of camp. You know, you're ready for a huge season." And in which he still was very had a very successful season. So, uh the NFL, NFLPA league negotiating, um, you know, Bell's deal. He was throwing a three game suspension, but now I was looking at, you know, it could be moved to a one to two games. I believe that is huge for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know how many guys are gonna be suspended for this first game with the with the Patriots and the Steelers uh regular season. I don't know. But with Le'Veon Bell's, you know, three games being drawn to one or two, uh, that'll help Pittsburgh in a lot of ways. Um, three games, I think that's that can tarnish their uh, their flow um, with the three-game s- suspension of Le'Veon Bell. With one or two, I think you, you could still play along with that. Um, you can slowly flow, you know, Le'Veon Bell's game right back into the unit. You can't just throw him out there by week three and say, you know, all right, go for 200 yards or go for 150. Do your thing. That messes up the flow for the whole team. And from the first, you know, three games from preseason games, it'll just mess up your flow. So uh, definitely keep an eye on that situation. Once again, Roger Goodell has a huge, huge, you know, uh, situation to take care of. Huge decision to come up with, especially with Le'Veon Bell and how that really, you know, reflects the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because like I was stating, um, you know, they're in contention. They're Super Bowl bound. And um they're you know Antonio Brown having a number one receiver in the NFL. You got arguably one of the best running backs, Le'Veon Bell, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in big Big Ben. So and they always keep a keep a tough defense, especially with Mike Tomlin at the helm and with him signing his extension for a couple more years. It's this team is ready to win now. And last season, you know, they had their ups and downs, but they had some uh, some guys step up, Martavius Bryant, which was reported, you know, he added about 20 pounds to his weight. He added about 20 more pounds and lost a lot of, you know, fat. So it went down. He's down to, I guess, around 4% uh, body fat than where he was at before. And, you know, now... You know, you add that young guy, he's a, he's a huge target for Big Ben in that offense, and Antonio Brown, who was stated pound for pound the best receiver in the game, uh, his team is threatening. You know, Indianapolis, they made a lot of moves in the offseason. You got Andrew Luck playing for a new contract. You know, can he get them that hump and get over the New England Patriots who, you know, with the flake gate or whatever, they still find ways to win. Um, they still have Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft. Once you have those three-headed monsters together, anything, anything can go. Um, they have Gronkowski coming back, feeling healthier. Uh, didn't have any surgeries. Had a – looks like a fun offseason. Uh, camp is now being reported tomorrow. So the AFC, there's some teams up there. There's some teams with suspensions. Indianapolis Colts, they don't have any suspensions, but they have a whole new – just just a whole new feel of a team. You know, they changed their whole – uh, scope, such as their offense, you know, drafting Dorsett, T.Y. Hilton playing for that $14 million guarantee contract in which he reported that he wants. Frank Gore coming to the backfield. Andre Johnson, does he still have it? You know, or is his hammies getting a little too tight? Uh, we will see, but the suspensions do not help. Um, definitely can put you a game or two behind. You can lose that home field advantage that quick towards the playoffs. And then you, you just have other teams who 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 know who can hold, you know, who has a card or who has team's numbers. Seem like Baltimore Ravens, they have every team's number. You know, they might not have the talent um on the field or um, you know, by the numbers or whatnot, but as a group, as a team, that is a very competitive team to look out for. They were what, one, two games away from the Super Bowl last year. Denver Broncos. Same deal. Great defense. They're all coming back. Um, Besides Wes Welker, we don't know their situation. Um, But you have a strong defense, offense, uh, strong anytime with Peyton Manning at the helm. uh, They just got to find a a consistent running game. They don't know who they go with. either go with Monty Ball or C.J. Anderson, which I think Anderson is going to have that number one spot. Monty Ball still has to work for it. And, you know, he had a very successful career you know, at Wisconsin, but he has not, you know, proven in my eyes, in my standpoint, you know, where where, where you at today. Ryan Tannehill just signed a new deal at, down near Miami. Um, who knows? You know, that's a tough team to look out for as well. So the AFC, it, 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 it matters. You know, the suspension, you know, it, it will show. It will definitely put a touch. You know, some teams can win that. Home field advantage can lose that. Houston Texans, um, made a huge splash this offseason got J.J. Watt Clowney's coming back uh, you just have a great defense over there that's being put together but you know they're just missing that quarterback so if they do find a quarterback in either Mallet or you know the guy from Cleveland Johnny Menzel's uh, the, the guy who started in front of Johnny Menzel excuse me and Brian Hoyer you know anything can go in Houston, if they find some type of rhythm down there in Houston. You got Aaron Foster coming back who's healthier as ever. I mean, come on. Like, th- that team can definitely come out and win. Funny deal, uh, we're going to jump over to the NBA now. I mean, funny deal that I've been reading about during the offseason is seeing the, the transition of a lot of these shooting guards. Um, head coaches are stating, you know, that these prolific shooting guards are going to be, you know, moved over, um, you know, shifted to the power forward position. I find this very odd, and, and it's funny to me. Just growing up watching basketball, when I when I think of the power forward position, it was the most dominant position. Um, it was the most talented position as well, and especially in the 90s, that was the position uh, as a man standpoint. I mean, you had, think about it, Deshaun Kemp's. Alonzo Mourning. You know, Charles Barkley. I mean, the power forward position was just that dominant. And, you you know, you didn't even have to be that talented. Look at Antonio Davis, Dale Davis. I mean, these guys weren't that talented, but they made their career. Charles Oakley. They didn't have the talent like a Carl Malone. Carl Malone, probably the best, you know, power forward of all time, arguably. Um, and it's funny now, you seeing... These head coaches today are trying to neutral and move over the shooting guards. Byron Scott came out yesterday. Um uh, report saying Kobe could see some time at the power forward position. I'm like, really? What has the NBA you know, come into? It's crazy. I mean, in the 90s, it was all about the power forward. Chris Webber, Larry Johnson, Grandmama. That's That's what it was all about. Now, you know, the NBA transition to this guard play. You got the Golden State Warriors winning the NBA championship last season without any particular, like, big man in the lineup starting or just an, the flow uh, who can fight for minutes. Uh, Andrew Bogut lost out on that time. David Lee didn't play that much, but they still won the series because they went small ball because they went and had Draymond Green at the four position. Iguodala sometimes played the four because he had to contain LeBron James. So, Byron Scott came out and mentioned that Kobe could see some time at the power four. Now, Kobe does have he has some smooth back to the basket, you know, ball play. He has, you know, he can post you up and and just do numbers on you and work you out. That's awesome. That's what a power four was known for, to back you down, to give you numbers in the paint, to have post moves. I mean, the best players in the game right now, you know, Kobe, LeBron, you know, these guys, are they, they are dominating the post right now. It's funny to see how the game transitioned into that. Indiana Pacers made statements that, you know, Paul George is going to see time. He, hell, he may even start at Power Ford. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, this guy was just doing windmills, shooting three balls. Uh, you know, one of the best wing players in the game. Kawhi Leonard could see minutes at the four position. That's where the NBA is transitioning to. This guard play has really gone into that next level, which is crazy to see. It's it's crazy because of where the game came from. You think of the power four position, and now where it's transitioning into now. And these coaches are really, you know, they're really sold on putting these shooting guards at this power four position. What's next? Seeing John Wall down there? you're going to see Ty Lawson get in the post, Mike Conley. I'm not sure, but but the the way it's going, I mean, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, these guys it's it has came a long way. And now, you know, it's kind of like they're doing reversal moves where you're actually seeing taller point guards. Like I stated before, John Wall, seeing Kevin Durant can shoot from the outside, can play any position. LeBron James can play any position. These guys are power forwards playing these, you know, uh point guard, these ball these guard positions, it's like it's a reverse now. It's funny. These guys, you know, they're not really back-to-the-basket players anymore, which you have to have some type of commitment, have to have a player in your lineup who can go down to the post and can give you buckets either in the paint or can draw fouls. That was the power forward position in where it was in the 90s. It's crazy to see that now we got a couple seconds before break, but I just want to give huge kudos to, uh, we're going to talk about it more, especially on Thursday. Uh, we're going to take a break tomorrow, so it's kind of like my early weekend on a Wednesday, but the Cardinals hiring Jen Welter as an intern so far uh, under Bruce Arians, uh, which was a huge move, which was a huge Bruce Arians. You know, that's just what he's known for. That's what just what he does. He He goes above and beyond, and he did it again with, signing Jen Welter as a intern um inside linebacker's coach for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll see how this play off. She she is the first female to insist a NFL position. Um right now it's just a training camp, nothing guaranteed position, but it is an intern. It's the first step. Congrats. Lester Sports Talk Show, like I said to you before, today's le- today is Tuesday. We're going to take a break tomorrow. Uh, We will be back Thursday. i got to do some more moving, some more packing. So, uh, you know, follow us on the Voice America app, Voice America website, channel, um, iTunes, Voice America, sports. uh, Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show. Thanks for tuning in. Demi Lachey, and we'll catch you Thursday. We're out.